This is Kilakosh, and welcome to the Bad Bitch Bible. Pour yourself a drink and tap in. Before we start with this podcast, I just want to drop a little PSA. My voice in this pod and the next pod sound a little questionable. Because I recorded these over the holidays when my throat was, como se dice, going through it. She was going through it and you can kind of tell. So I'm sorry in advance. I'll make it up to you in the next pods. Welcome back to the Bad Bitch Bible. It's your bitch, Kilakosh, back at it again with more Kilakon. And in this podcast, bitch, you know it's been a minute. It's been almost three months since my last podcast. And I'm sorry, bitch. I know the past few months have been fucking crazy. The woman was literally too stunned to speak. The woman was too stunned to speak. That's why I couldn't record a single motherfucking podcast for you guys. It's been such a wild ride, so heads up. This pod is gonna get a little bit personal because it's been a while, so I thought I had some explaining to do. A few hair colors later, a few mental breakdowns later, here I am, bitches. My store closed. I didn't get in the final cast of PBB Adult Season 10. I stayed in Boracay for a couple months and lived, laughed, loved my ass off there. So the reason I stopped podcasting for a bit was simply because I didn't feel like a bad bitch. I just did not feel like a bad bitch. I don't know how else to say it. I was going through major imposter syndrome. And I know that a bunch of you guys could relate to it. But honestly, for the first time in my fucking life... I felt like I was going through imposter syndrome, which was weird because I normally feel like I deserve everything that I get in my life. Even when I complete just one simple task, I applaud myself for it. I treat myself for it. I walk my ass to the mall and go shopping because I completed one simple task because I feel like I'm that bitch. I deserve it. I have that confidence. It sounds like such an asshole thing to say, but if I'm being completely honest, I have way too much displaced, unwarranted confidence. And that's always kind of been me. Been that bitch, still that bitch. Even when I was applying for jobs when I was like 15, I had zero experience. Well, I had some experience, but it sucked. I did not have imposter syndrome. You know what I had? I had the audacity to audition. I had the audacity to apply for shit way out of my league and get the jobs anyway. When I applied for Sunnies and I was like 16, 17 years old and didn't know what the fuck I was doing with my life, I didn't suffer from imposter syndrome. I was just like, yeah, shoot my shot. Let's get it. Kinda, I guess. And I did get it. So if you learn one thing from this pod, shoot your fucking shot, bitch, and fake it till you make it because look how far it got me. Honestly, being hot, being a bad bitch, being a boss bitch, it's all in the mindset. Mindset is the name of the game. Literally, if you just put your mind to something, you're already manifesting it. And if you're manifesting it, that shit will happen if you actually put some energy and time and work into it because you're sending it out to the universe that you're going to be that bitch So you will be that bitch. I forgot who told me this, but somebody told me before that while I doubt myself, somebody is out there intimidated by my potential. Again, intimidated by my potential. Not even shit that I've already done. Not even shit that I plan on doing. Just my potential. Like, just my energy. So if you send it out to the universe and you give off that energy, there are going to be people out there that are literally just looking you up on Instagram or even just like in your class or at work. And they're like, damn, that girl's got it together. And you can have your life completely falling apart. And that bitch 
will still be intimidated by your potential, by your energy. They're still going to be like, fuck, Sana all, I can't believe she's like this, like that. She looks this good. She's got so many things going for her. Shota sis. And it all boils down to the mindset. It all boils down to the energy that you send out into the world. Like, okay, a classic example for me of the fake it till you make it mindset is Kim K. Because she's one of the earliest people with no significant talents in her name like yeah she's a great businesswoman but at the time y2k era right like early 2000s it's either you're a great performer you're a great singer dancer actress like you couldn't just be an influencer at the time the first influencer was paris essentially she wasn't even an influencer yet she was more of a socialite just because she's got daddy's money diba but kim k was smart enough took some notes and literally manifested this life for herself. If you watch her old interview, she's always like, yeah, one day I'm going to be really famous. And even in a conversation with Kylie, Kylie was like, I feel like the famous life wasn't meant for me. And Kim was like, no, it was made for me. And she had no real performing skill or talent or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But she's a great businesswoman. And she faked it till she made it. She was on a reality show that at the time, everyone was thinking was just trash TV. But no, she owned it. She was like, no, I'm the star of this reality show. Kim K was like, I'm going to have that confidence. I'm going to act like I'm the biggest thing in the world. I'm going to call paparazzi on myself, which she has been notably, infamously known to do. But, you know, it's not proven. But you know what I mean? Like, she would do all these things that really big, famous people used to do. And she would just do it for herself and manifest it and talk about it and give off that energy that she was that bitch. And guess what? She became that bitch. Now that she's in her 30s or like 40s even, she's one of the biggest influencers, celebrities in the world. Whether it's in the entertainment industry, the beauty industry, fashion, everything. I even read this article before where Kim K said that her manager in her Y2K era was like, set your expectations really low. It's a miracle if you land a Cosmo cover. And now what? Kim K has been on the cover of Vogue multiple times. She's been to the Met. Like, it's crazy how much you can do if you put your mind to shit. If you fake it till you make it. So props to her for her business skills, her marketing skills, Miss Kris Jenner, of course. But at the end of the day, she claimed that life for herself and she got it. So for the first time in my life, I was actually going through imposter syndrome. I genuinely just didn't get it when other people were like, oh, do I take this job? They offered it to me and I feel like I don't deserve it. Somebody gave me this gift and I feel like I don't deserve it. Like they felt like an imposter. Honestly, whenever bitches would tell me that I was such a fake bitch and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know how that feels. That sucks. I was being a fake bitch. I admit it and I'm sorry if I said that to you in the past, but now I totally get it. So my store closed, which was, to me, like my baby, okay? So my baby died, essentially. And I was like a morning mother. And I didn't know what the fuck to do with my life. I felt like being a business owner was the root of me being a bad bitch. I was like, how the fuck was I supposed to record knowing that I myself didn't feel like a bad bitch? I felt like the whole boss bitch, bad bitch thing was because I was a business owner. And for as long as I could honestly remember, I've dreamed of having a business. Um, what a lot of you guys don't know is when I was about three years old, I used to, and I know this is wrong, okay? Like, 
when my friends, my playmates would come over, I would try to sell my toys to them for 25 centavos, one peso. And these would be like the really nice Bratz Barbie doll toys, okay? Like I was hustling. She was born a motherfucking hustler. And so those kids would tell their parents and those parents told mine, duh, my grandma suggested, hey, why don't you why don't you sell some food or kind of like a summer job situation? So she gave me a little bit of capital. I think it was like one or two K. And I set up a little halo halo stand outside my house at four years old. Obviously, our helpers did it and it came with a lot of privilege. And I know that's not the case for a lot of people. But I was so lucky to be able to be given the chance to do that shit and just fuck around every summer. From the age four to about nine, ten years old, every summer I would sell, I would be the one preparing it, shaving the ice, putting it together, even delivering it to their house. I would hop on my bike and ride revolution my ass to their houses and deliver the halo halo. But anyway, the point is, for as long as I could remember, all I wanted was to like own a business, make my own money. And I don't know if it comes from childhood trauma, daddy issues, but to be fair, it's my dad's side of the family that's huge on business. Basically, business is in my blood. And I felt like when I failed with my store, I failed with myself. Do you get that? To give context though, I really did try my hardest. Like I really stretched out all my capacity, all my resources to extend the lifespan of the store like to be honest my store really just closed simply because we couldn't compete with Shopee, Lazada and other major retailers anymore hindi talaga siya kaya because pre-COVID Shopee, Lazada, Zalora, Shein they're not as big as they are now so to begin with okay the space in the market that we occupy was already kind of small not too many people shop at local stores. So picture this, okay? It starts with a big shopping circle. Then you narrow it down to girls and gays. The circle gets smaller. Then we go to girls and gays that are bad bitches, okay? So our target market. The circle gets even smaller. Then we narrow it down to those who can afford to spend X amount on clothes. Smaller circle. Then we narrow it down to the people that, even if, you know, they can shop on Shopee and Shein, they choose to spend their hard-earned money on local stores instead of shop your Shein. So we are left with this tiny-ass circle. The tiniest motherfucking circle you've ever seen in your life. Guys, we went from, alam niyo yung pizza, yung pinakamalaking pizza sa Pinas. It's something like good for like 20 people. Basta alam niyo yun, yung circle na sobrang laki. Honestly, para siyang Guinness Book of World Records size ng pizza, okay? And now we have a Lord's Toast egg tart. Ganun siya kaliit, guys. Hindi man lang siyang pizza pie. Hindi, egg tart lang siya. So that's what we have, okay? Now divide that little egg tart amongst the number of local stores there are here. What do you have left, right? So that's the space that we occupied and honestly... We were losing. I had three staff and I couldn't continue to afford them what they deserve from the money we earned at Good Gang. I mean, essentially, kaya ko using my influencer money, but it wasn't the right choice. Ideally, in business, you're really supposed to spend what you earn from the business on your staff. You shouldn't constantly be taking it from your personal wallet. So I could afford to sustain it using my influencer money, but it just wasn't the right choice. So ultimately, this was the end of an era. If I'm being super personal, a little part of me died in that moment because I was like, how do I even recover from this? Uh, the end of a boss bitch era. I mean, I still have my investments here and there and I'm looking to invest in a few more businesses that 
I'll probably never post about and just keep it a secret forever. But I lost myself. I kind of felt like, fuck, it's the end of the bad bitch era. Who the fuck am I to be talking all this shit on the podcast? Dyed my hair, went to the island to recover. And then I realized, do you know what I realized? As I was sipping a mimosa at 10 a.m. on a beautiful island, looking hot as fuck tight as ever i was like fuck i am a bad bitch just because i was a sad bitch it didn't mean i wasn't a bad bitch i mean you could be a bad bitch on pause too you could be a sad and bad bitch at the same time i guess what i'm trying to drive at is that you are a bad bitch regardless of what happens in your life and i realized i was thriving even if mentally literally mentally i was drowning physically i was thriving you know so shit will always happen it's really how you handle it that's what's important i mean i really realized in that moment like fuck i'm so grateful i'm healthy i'm happy i'm strong and the reality is we can't always all bounce back in a day okay like some bitches are the true baddest of the bad and they bounce back in a day Right? Because sayang yung makeup, iyak ka ng iyak, but the makeup on your face costs like, what, 5, 10K? What the fuck? No. No. But at the same time, sometimes it takes a couple weeks or a couple months to recover, and that's okay. It's perfectly fine. But what's not fucking fine is giving up. Bad bitches don't give the fuck up. Bad bitches take breaks. Bad bitches take a little pause. But bad bitches do not give up. It's just not a bad bitch trait, I guess. It's not a bad bitch characteristic. So as I close that good gang era and I move the fuck on with my life, I want to give you guys seven bad bitch tips to get over your shit. I'm kind of making it like an umbrella statement here because it's not necessarily just for a breakup or just for an end of an era but you could use it for just when you're feeling down when you're not feeling like a bad bitch when you're on your sad bitch shit okay so seven bad bitch tips to get over your sad bitch shit. number one go on hot girl walks so if you guys follow me on instagram on my stories i always talk about how i walk every single day when i'm back in manila i don't really get 10,000 steps a day because i probably work out and then i get like 5,000 steps a day which is kind of mediocre, but the point is, I get my steps in. I walk my dogs around the village. Honestly, these bitches walk me. So my dog's body weight combined is way more than my own. So these bitches yank me. They jolt me around the village and we walk. Sometimes I walk with music. Sometimes I listen to podcasts. Sometimes audiobooks. Um, and sometimes it's just other silence and I just love it okay to be fair it kind of sounds psychotic the first couple times maybe just walking around your village or your area without any music or background noise but it's so grounding it's so relaxing I call them my hot girl walks because they literally make you hot you guys know that cardio is so good for you like not just for your heart but like to lose weight I think well my trainer told me that she does a lot of cardio too you mix that in with some weights and you're one sexy little taco so yeah hot girl walks it helps you get your mind off shit it grounds you like you guys know that tiktok the one that goes like touch some grass it gives you the same feeling walking outside raw dogging okay raw dogging your walks without any music it's basically like touching grass get in your walk even if it's just 30 minutes a day thank me later number two dress the part bitch 
take a nice shower, do your skincare, then what? You get dressed, girl. Because here's the thing. You're gonna be sad either way. You're gonna be sad in your pantulog with that ripped-ass, big-ass shirt, which, girl, I know it's comfy. Okay, don't get me wrong. I love that shirt that I've had since grade 4 ata. Sobrang punit na punit na siya. Or you can be sad and look hot at the same time in a tiny little crop top little mini skirt we got some platform boots diba like you're gonna be sad either way might as well be sad and hot at the same time okay but seriously though i really believe in manifestation and just sending out the energy that you want to receive and if you send out the energy that like you're a bad bitch you're hot you're dressing the part think about it in a way now you're auditioning for this role and this role says confident happy healthy strong unapologetic bad bitch then dress the part it's really about faking it till you make it it doesn't hurt to try and I know that when you're sad and you're not in the fucking mood to do anything, but parang suwang suwa ka na sa buhay, umay na umay ka na. Everything feels overwhelming or like it's a lot to handle. Parang just doing your skincare, parang shit. But at the same time, once you take that step into like a clean shower, a full skincare routine, and I mean like face mask, exfoliating, and all. Hindi lang yung cleanser, toner, moisturizer, ha? As in yung full thing. And then you pop off in a good outfit. Oof, mommy, unstoppable, unbeatable. Because what? You'll be sad either way, so might as well be sad and hot. Third is getting off your damn phone. Like, like this cannot be said enough, but our phones make us sad, girl. There are so many studies, psychological, social studies, on how social media affects our mental health, how screen time literally sucks the life out of us. Parang ang dami ng studies. And yet, what do we do? We turn a blind eye as if we didn't see that shit. But there's a reason that getting off your phone, touching some fucking grass, living life, talking to people, IRL, makes such a huge difference. Honestly, even when I'm just working all day. Like, sometimes I'm editing for six hours nonstop. And then I take just 30 minutes off just to, like, talk to Annika, talk to my sister. A huge weight is lifted off my shoulder. So sometimes, okay, toxic girl trait, but sometimes I deactivate my Instagram and then y'all bitches are always asking me, like, where the fuck did you go? What did you do? Why did you deactivate your Instagram? Did you and Annika break up? Lagging ganon, by the way. Every time I deactivate my Instagram, you guys go crazy on me as if we broke up, but we didn't. Wala lang. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls, deactivate their Instagram accounts. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls, stay off social media. And syempre sobrang hirap for me because my life is on social media, my career is on social media, but getting off my damn phone is my lifeline. Every time I'm at my rock bottom, I know what to do and it's just deactivate my social media. Fuck it. Speaking of, I haven't been on Twitter in like three months. I might as well deactivate at this point because sobrang toxic dun. And I mean it in a way na it started off, honestly, Twitter started off so good. It started as a place to connect, have conversations, lots of funny memes, sobrang engaging. It was kind of like my literal news feed. Parang dun ko nalaman lahat ng news. I met so many people there. Twitter was such a great space. And then it wasn't. And parang araw-araw nilang bardagulan ng mga bakla. Honestly. And like, I can say that because I'm gay too. But yeah, I'm just not having it anymore. Over it, done, did it. Bye Twitter. Fourth is to get good sleep. So I found out something recently. Did you bitches know? Okay, science bitch. Did you bitches know that melatonin doesn't actually give you the REM sleep? So REM is like your best 
deep sleep. The kind na pagising mo, may mga marks, may lines kanta sa mukha mo because the sleep was too good. It just slapped. So whenever you take a melatonin, it actually blocks your body from achieving the REM sleep because it's like fake sleep. That's why when you wake up from taking melatonin, half the time, panang groggy ka or you're just not awake, awake. It's like you slept, but did you really? Meganon. And for the longest time, whenever I wanted to get really good sleep, I would pop a melly, pop a fucking melly. And I don't know, I don't think it's a melly addiction. I genuinely don't think it was an addiction, but I was definitely relying on it at some point to get good sleep. And like a fucking fool, I clowned myself because I thought I was getting good sleep and then I read up on it and you don't actually on melatonin. So, so get real good deep sleep. Like the real shit. Not the fake shit. Not the mellies. Put the melly down and listen to me. Turn off your phone by 10.30 and I know that sounds hard because I keep telling myself that and I keep sleeping at midnight or even 1am and I'm just watching TikTok for two fucking hours like a Gen Z baby even if I'm not. But seriously get off your phone at 10 p.m drink some hot tea light a candle get cozy up in there and you good whenever you get really good deep sleep it really boosts your serotonin levels your oxytocin or whatever the fuck but like all your happy hormones they say increases when you get good sleep that's why people that don't get good sleep look like they haven't gotten good sleep also, parang every time I get good sleep, I'm just a nicer and better person. Parang may ambag talaga ako sa lipunan every time I get good sleep. Because if I don't get good sleep, I'm a sad excuse for a human. I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm a bitch. Okay, I'm not a bad bitch. I'm just a bitch if I don't get good sleep. So, get good sleep. And if you tell me that you can't get good sleep because you're up all night crying over some noodle-ass boy that can't keep his dick to himself, bitch. 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 Who's gonna tell her? Am I gonna tell you? Or she, she can tell you? But, bitch. Nobody is worth losing sleep over. And I'm gonna say it. Even Annika, the love of my life for five years now, is not worth losing sleep over. Can you imagine, like, being sad and ugly and alone? Like, girl, I might as well be, like, sad, alone, and pretty, right? Why, am I, why do I have to be ugly? Why do I have to be, like, unhappy from the lack of serotonin? Pick a struggle. Oh my god, and also, did you guys know, just some facts, it's just kind of a science bitch day. My nutritionist told me that you bloat when you don't get good sleep because of the cortisol. Cortisol is, I think, how you say it. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it, cortisol. But the cortisol, whatever the fuck that is, it increases when you don't get good sleep. So that's why you bloat. Your body wasn't able to digest the food from the previous day as it usually is supposed to when you're sleeping. But... When my nutritionist told me that if I wanted to get on my hot girl shit, I needed to get good sleep, knock me the fuck out, bitch. <laughs> Number five, clean your damn room. I know that we all have a depression corner, and as I'm looking around my room right now, it's more like a depression room. Me and Yen, uh, my old good gang manager, she used to joke with me that she had this depression corner, or like a depression chair. And when she used to tell me that, I was like, bitch, I have a fucking depression room. I don't know if ako lang yon or if you guys feel the same way, but whenever my room is clean, my mind is clean. Well, joke, I'm still a naughty bitch. Naughty! No, like, whenever my room is clean, my mind is at ease. Like, I feel like I can be more productive, happier. Like, my thoughts are just lined up. Like, the environment that you live in 
plays such a huge role mentally. You know, like even if it's just your room, that's why they say you need to make your room like your safe haven where you can really feel at peace mentally, emotionally, spiritually, sexually. So do your bed, clean up, wash that fucking water bottle in your room. Ako lang ba yung parang may emotional support water bottle? Like you guys know people have like emotional support dogs. I have dogs, but they're not emotional support dogs. I mean, they are, but like, you know. I have an emotional support water bottle. So, I don't know. Like, whenever I'm uncomfortable in, like, family gatherings or meetings, I drink my water. I don't know. It's just... I don't know if it's, like, a... It's, like, an anxiety coping mechanism, if you will. But I do that. And in my room, I have this water bottle that sometimes gets nasty because I don't wash it for, like, three or four days. I just keep refilling it with more water and chugging the fuck out of it. So yon, hugasan mo na sis, banlawan mo na ng joy. Stop making it nasty and piling on that grossness in your room. Just wash your emotional support bottle. Make your bed. Fold your fucking clothes. You know that my life has not been going great when you open my closet, tapos all the clothes just avalanche on me. Parang inaatake ako ng damit. Oh my god, nakakaya. Buti na lang at talaga Annika loves me because if not, medyo nakakaya to like bring someone over and then your room's just a mess and what do you have to show for? Embarrassing. That is so embarrassing. Are you not ashamed of yourself? You should be embarrassed. This is really embarrassing. Number six, eat. And I mean like really eat. Don't count calories and give yourself shit for it. Like, actually eat no guilt involved and i feel like half our generation now suffers from like a minor eating disorder or how i had bulimia for a while and i suffered from binge eating and all that but that's a topic for another day i think with social media and how girls compare themselves to other girls now more than ever it is so easy it's almost too easy to have an eating disorder these days and i feel like 90 percent of my friends not to like throw them under the bus but like 90 percent of my friends i don't know if it's because of the industry that i'm in we all have eating disorders or have gone through eating disorders at least so do yourself a favor and just fucking eat you know like if that means stuffing yourself with carbs rice sushi tacos ooh, kimchi fried rice Ooh, sounds really good right now a bunch of the shit that you wouldn't normally eat on a regular day, just eat it. But when I say to eat, I also mean like treating your body good. Loving your body enough to take care of it and stuffing it with greens and fruits and vegetables and all the things that you need to stay afloat too. So try to get a good balance in your diet. Take that time out of your day to cook yourself a good meal or spend a little extra to order in because you deserve it, bitch. So eat good. Because honestly, as basic as it sounds, it's true. Good food, good mood, bitch. Good food, good mood. But also, good dick, good mood. So if eating up means eating... Okay, wait, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> and lastly, for my bad bitch to sad bitch tips. Write out what you're grateful for. It doesn't sound life-changing, but the habit of it is. So whenever I journal, I usually write what I'm grateful for, my plans for the next day or the next year, or things that I manifest. And I even write down things that I want to change about myself, things that I dislike about myself. Something that really shook me the past few months was that, you know, being away from a lot of my friends and not going to events and not seeing people, I didn't gossip as much as I 
normally would. I can't wash my hands clean of it because everybody does it and I still do it here and there. And we all love a good gossip, diba? But I realized that it's something na sobrang na hurt talaga ako when other people gossip about me or talk shit about me, especially about things that aren't true and then people indulge in these conversations that are entirely not true. Wala lang. And it's something that hurt me. So I was like, fuck, if, I, if that hurts me, how does it hurt the other people around me? When I talk shit about them, or not even just t- talking shit, but like indulge in conversations that are about other people's lives and unnecessary or irrelevant to me. And it's something I disliked about myself. So I wrote that down in my journal all the time. Like, I need to stop gossiping. I hate that I said this. I hate the, or whatever, you know? And eventually, how many, after how many times I wrote it, I realized shit, I don't even talk shit about people anymore that have no relation to me or like I don't indulge in chismes as much as I used to because I was so aware of it and I really think that's the power of journaling you become so self-aware of your plans your manifestations things you want to do become achieve in the future and things that you don't things that you want to change about yourself and there's so many ways to journal but those are some of the ways that like journaling has changed me but also a little bonus outside those seven tips I did want to share how setting boundaries has become such a vital part of my life like there's something i realized about myself okay i'm wait i'm sorry that this podcast is so personal but there's something that i realized about myself and it's that i'm such a people pleaser it was a weird character dynamic that i really worked hard to change about myself and it boiled down to people pleasing so I did not know how to set boundaries. And in, over the past few months, I've really learned how to say no. Whether that's to family or friends, sobrang hirap pala magsay ng no. It's so simple. It's two fucking letters. I don't know why the bitch can't say it. For example, when friends would ask me out to drink and even the days that I didn't really feel like drinking or parang gusto mag-save, I would say, yeah, maybe, blah, blah, I'm not sure if I can go because like this, I might have work to do. I might like, ang dami kong kinemer. But in truth, I could have also just said like, no, I'm not in the mood. No, I can't tonight. Sorry. You know, and it's really setting boundaries that are healthy for you that you need to start learning. I wish I knew this in my teens because it would save me a lot more money, a lot, a lot more emotional heartbreak. But voila, now that I'm 23, I know better. I know now to set healthier boundaries for myself. Just say no, you know, and they need to respect that. And people that don't respect your boundaries need to get the fuck out of your life because they don't deserve a seat at that table. You can be a nice and genuine, a kind, a real person. That's all true. But you can also have boundaries. And not everybody deserves a seat at your table. So yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous girls, set boundaries. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls, no one to say no. And it's something that I've really been live, laugh, and loving by. So yeah, I hope that shines light on what I was going through the past three months, why I didn't record, maybe you guys are feeling the same way, and I hope that the sad bitch to bad bitch tips help you guys maybe you learned a thing or two maybe you didn't but needed the reminder social limit bitches for listening and i'll see you guys in the next pod